0: Welcome to the Core Happiness Podcast. I'm your host, Casey Banks, a mindset and positive psychology coach. On this podcast, we discuss all things related to creating happiness from within. So, let's do it. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Core Happiness. Now, as we all know, in today's world, we are surrounded by so many stressors, especially lately. You have everything from climate change to changes in corporate America, with layoffs, or maybe you have people who are getting sick or feeling ill, or maybe you're going through a breakup of some type. There are a lot of things that happen around us on a daily basis that create stressful environments, and we need to build resilience to get through that. So today, we're going to be talking about resilience. By definition, resilience is the ability to bounce back from adversity. Now, That just means having a way to cope with difficult challenges and come out on the other side, often stronger when you come out on the other side. So whether it's job loss, for example, or when it comes to financial problems or health issues, or maybe you're just a student trying to get through school, all of these scenarios can be challenging. And having resilience can help us weather the storm and come out on the other side intact, stronger, and feeling more hopeful. But the thing about resilience is that you have to build it. And once you build it, you can emotionally handle challenges in a healthy way so that no matter what life throws at you, you'll be okay. This is why it's important to build resilience now versus waiting until something traumatic happens. And this topic has come up quite recently for me in my coaching sessions because there's just a lot of changes that people are going through. Where they're going through a type of life-changing transition, there's a need to be resilient. For example, I was talking to someone who just recently lost their job and they were like, look, I'm at an age where I just can't start over. What am I gonna do? I just feel like the wind's been taken out of my sail. I feel like I may be on borderline depression. How do I get through this? How do I handle this in a healthy way? How do I remain optimistic? I've also had someone say to me, I'm dealing with a lot. I have multiple people in my family who are sick. I'm trying to be the caretaker, but I'm also working a full job. I'm trying to take care of myself. How do I get through this? How do I come out on the other side stronger for having gone through this? Sometimes you can even have a student. It could be a young person who's just going through the experience of being bullied at school or something equally traumatic and having to overcome that pain of the experience and get through it. All of these are examples of where resilience can help. So we're going to talk about the many different ways that we can build resilience And that is something that everybody should be doing because again, no one is exempt from having a difficult time or dealing with something traumatic or something emotional or going through a life-changing event. No one is exempt from going through transitions in their life. So it's important to have resilience. And here are a few tips on how to build it. Number one, take care of yourself. One of the most common ways that people deal with a traumatic event or a stressful event is that they go inward and they have a tendency to shut down. And within shutting down, they just stop taking care of themselves. But you have to take care of yourself in order to cope with stress. You have to keep your body and mind strong to be resilient. And in order to do that, you have to take care of yourself. So number one is that you have to get enough sleep, get outside, get moving, eat right, continue to take care of yourself. And then Build a strong support network. It is important to have people that you can rely on for support. Now, there is a caveat here because I have had plenty of clients say to me, especially recently, that they do not have a support system. Or what they'll say is, well, I don't want to burden my parents about it. I don't want to talk to them about it. I don't want it to be seen as though I'm weak. Or I'm the one that my friends come to advice. So they see me as a strong one. and If I go to them for advice, they will no longer see me as a strong one and they will stop coming to me for advice. But that could not be farther from the truth. So let me tell you that right now. If you are a person who feels like they can't go to someone else or you can't use those close to you or in your circle and ask them for support because you feel like they're going to judge you or you feel like they are going to look at you in a different way or that they won't come to you anymore, that. Is not the truth. And here's why. The thing about intimate relationships and intimate, not meaning sexual, but intimate meaning vulnerable, the thing about intimate relationships are that they are a two way street. So if somebody's constantly coming to you and asking you for advice, or if you are the shoulder that they lean on, but you don't reciprocate and you don't go back to them, you're not vulnerable with them, you don't ask them for anything, eventually what's going to happen? Is that they will start being like, wow, I feel like I'm a constant burden going to this person all the time. They're going to start thinking that I don't have my life together. They're going to think I'm a wreck of a person. I'm going to start to annoy them. However, if you lean on them and you start going to them for support, and if you just say, hey, I could really use your help with this, in turn, they're going to feel like, of course, I would love to be there for you. You were there for me. You helped me get through this difficult time. I would love to help you get through this. Having a sense of vulnerability on both sides makes a bond much stronger. It helps to strengthen a relationship. So whether it's a friendship with your girlfriend or a relationship with your parents or a significant other, boyfriend or girlfriend, husband, wife, having a sense of vulnerability is important. And despite common misconception, vulnerability is not a weakness. So all of this to say, if you are the type of person who, when I say, lean on your support network and you think, I don't have one, then, and I'm going to be very blunt here, you need to look at yourself and look at why. Because chances are that you do. You do have a support network. You're just limited in your vulnerability with them. You're afraid to be vulnerable. And you need to look at that. And you need to look at why. Because in order to help build resiliency, you're going to need that support network. As human beings, we were not meant to do life alone. And having a support network is very important. Do you have people in your life that you care about? Do you have people in your life that care about you? If so, you have a support network. Lean into those relationships. And if you do not, find someone, anyone that you can trust, that you can be vulnerable with, that you can share yourself with, whether that is somebody that you know, somebody that you meet, or even a professional. But have someone that you can talk to. So the next tip, learn to manage your emotions. This is what we call emotional regulation. And it just means that you don't let your emotions take over. You don't let your emotions drive you in the heat of the moment. Now, this regulation also means that you're not too extreme on one end or the other. So you don't bottle up your emotions and keep them tight and try not to feel them, try to avoid them, but you also don't let your emotions run wild. So it's about finding healthy ways. To manage your emotions not letting them come out not trying to feel anything just trying to numb yourself that is not helpful that can turn into a lot of illness that can turn into inner depression and anxiety at the same time you don't want to become so overly emotional but emotions drive your actions to where you are reacting in the moment you're really not thinking things through because that leads to regret why did i say that why did i do that when i was in this moment and feeling this way? If you need to go cry it out, cry it out, let that moment pass. If you need some type of physical exertion to get the energy out, go exercise. Emotions are energy. And sometimes when you're feeling really highly emotional, some energy needs to come out. The next tip is learn from your experiences. We have all been through difficult times. All of us at some point have experienced something difficult that we've overcome. Between childhood, adolescence, young adulthood to adulthood, something has happened within that time frame that we've overcome. And it's important to look back on those times and say, wow, look how far I've come. Or look what I learned from that. Look at the person I've become because of X, Y, and Z. That's an accomplishment. Overcoming adversity is an accomplishment. Look back and say, look how strong I was. I didn't see it coming. I didn't think I was gonna make it through that, but I did because the key is you will make it through again. And sometimes you have to remind yourself of the strength that you have, your ability to handle things that are thrown at you. You can also look back at those times and say, well, look what I learned from having gone through that. And sometimes going into the next tip, which is find purpose, sometimes going through something difficult and learning a lesson creates a sense of purpose. I know for me, when I was going through a very difficult time a few years ago, where everything just felt like it was falling apart around me between losing my father and losing a job and then also going through the middle of a divorce. Everything was happening at once. And I remember speaking to a professional and they said, maybe you're supposed to be learning something from this. And then maybe, just maybe, you can help other people going through something similar. And that reframed a lot of things for me. I mean, you can look at it from, I've learned a lesson and maybe this is a lesson that I can help others with. Or maybe I can help somebody else through it so they don't have to feel this level of pain. Now, the other side of purpose is, if you're the person who's like, I don't have a purpose, I don't even know what my purpose is, I hate when people talk about purpose because it just makes me feel like I should have something that I don't, trust me, you have one. And we're going to get into that in the very next episode. So make sure you come back for that. Two part series on discovering your purpose. In the meantime, sometimes learning a lesson can lead to a sense of purpose. So if you can look back and say, wow, I've learned a lot from that. And now having gone through that and coming out on the other side, I can help somebody else who's going through something similar. I can make sure that they don't have to struggle the way that I did. They don't have to feel the same level of pain that I felt. I can maybe help someone. Some people have gone on to write books about it that have helped other people. Sometimes it's just helping a friend. When a friend calls and they're like, gosh, I can't believe I'm going through this, you can be like, I've been there. I remember when I got laid off. I remember how I got through it. I remember when I was in this financial hole and how I got myself out. You can help other people. You can be a source of inspiration for somebody. Another tip on how to build resilience is be optimistic. I'm not going to say be positive because that has turned to a very negative connotation where we talk about toxic positivity. But I am going to say be optimistic and be hopeful. We all know the saying, the only way out is through. And that's true. You will make it through a difficult time. And you have to be optimistic and look at these challenges and look at these adversities as an opportunity for growth. And what that means is when something comes and knocks you off your track, maybe look at it and say, well, maybe this layoff happened because I'm supposed to do something else. Or maybe this is meant to show me something else I was supposed to do. Or maybe this is happening because something better Is meant for me. Maybe this is happening to move me out of my comfort zone. I've always wanted to try A, B, and C, and now I can't. Maybe this is happening to teach me something about myself. So just be optimistic. Try to look at it through an optimistic lens. That's also part of that emotional regulation as well. When you're able to turn something negative into a positive, it doesn't mean you have to be completely positive. It's okay to accept the negative. It's okay to have feelings. It's okay to let those feelings out. And then once you do, what are the positives that you can take? What's the optimistic situation that could be happening? Also look into hope, lean into hope and just say, you know, I don't know why this is happening, but I hope there's something better on the other side. Another tip for being resilient is to challenge yourself, right? We talked about maybe something happened to get you out of your comfort zone. Sometimes something happens that's a tragedy or like something we didn't see coming that knocked us off our axis, And we're just very confused and confounded and we feel untethered. But maybe that happened to challenge you, to get you to think about things in any way, to get you to reprioritize things. When COVID happened, how many people were like, wow, it really made me reprioritize things. How much time was I spending at work versus the time I was spending at home, the time I was spending around my kids, the time I was spending getting to know myself again, getting to know interests and things that I was interested in. So sometimes things can happen that force us out of that comfort zone. And it's okay to lean into that, but challenge yourself, try new things, learn new ways of coping. This will all help to build confidence as well as resilience. And then lastly, practice gratitude. Take some time each day just to appreciate the good things in your life. It will just help you stay focused and motivated. And honestly, when we talk about gratitude, it can be something as simple as, I'm just grateful I woke up today or I'm grateful that I have a roof over my head. I'm grateful that I have friends, to have a loving family, to have resources. I'm grateful for podcasts that can help me through a difficult time. It doesn't have to be big. So overall, building resilience takes time and it takes effort, but when you're resilient, you're just able to cope with things and challenges and come out stronger on the other side. There's so many examples of resilience. There are many people who have shown strength and determination in the face of difficult times and difficult moments. So remember that you're not alone. If anything else, connect with someone who has been through some adversity. There are people who have overcome similar challenges who can offer support to you if you open yourself up to accept their help, accept their guidance. And if it's not somebody that you know or you don't feel comfortable with that, pick up a book. There are so many people who have gone on to write books and change lives because they wrote through their pain and suffering. They made meaning from their pain and suffering that others can draw on now. We all have that inner strength in us. We just need to be resilient enough and hopeful enough and optimistic enough. And that's all we have for today's episode. But I hope you will join me next time for our two-part series on finding purpose. Until then. I Thank you for joining me today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please feel free to rate it or leave a review. If you have any thoughts or questions, I would love to hear from you. You can email podcast at corehappiness.com. For show notes and additional resources, you can visit www.corehappiness.com. As always, please remember, never let anyone diminish your light. Until next time, sending you my love.